Okie dokie. Hi, everyone. A special bonus episode of the Beyond Trauma podcast featuring yours truly. Um, <laughs> I wasn't expecting to do this, but uh, it feels kind of good to get on and chat, you know, one-on-one or hopefully one-on-one million viewers and uh, listeners. Um, so reason I'm popping on today is to encourage everyone to go to my Instagram, Lara Land Yoga, Lara Land Yoga, and check out the cover of my forthcoming book, The Essential Guide to Trauma-Sensitive Yoga, How to Create Safer Spaces for All, due out for Shambhala Publications this May. Um, the cover is there. It is, in my opinion, just gorgeous. They used the colors and energy that I gave them and that they felt from reading the book. So I'd love to hear what you think. Um, Why don't you go ahead and leave me a comment um, under the book cover there on my Instagram. Follow, leave me a comment, and... um, Tag someone, share share it with someone you know, and we'll see about getting someone a copy of the book now on pre-order. So yeah, do that. Go to Laraland Yoga and write me a comment about the book cover and tag someone there that needs that book and needs to see it and, um, and someone is going to get a copy of my book. So I thought since we were doing this little drop and... Um, you know, this breaking news podcast that I would take the time to speak a little bit about the process of writing the book. And I know people are always interested in that and um, getting the book deal and just um, what what you might find in there. So the book, uh, something that I decided for sure, I guess, that I was going to do pre-pandemic, I remember very close to lockdown that I was writing the book proposal. Um, And big uh, thanks to my friend Jeevana, um, who wrote the Accessible Yoga book um, and connected me with some folks at Chambala. And because I felt like, oh, you know what, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can write a book too. And I had all this information from teaching trauma-sensitive yoga and training yoga teachers in trauma sensitivity and all the work that we've been doing with the nonprofit Three and a Half Acres Yoga for, you know, really, it really goes back a decade. Um, And I thought if I could just get, you know, my whole brain of information down um, into a book, it could be a great resource for yoga teachers or practitioners or folks who are interested in self-development, in um, surviving traumas and thriving after traumas, in any kind of embodied practices, folks interested in service, um, or anyone interested in, you know, just the nonprofit world, what we've been doing Um So that's what I did. I wrote a book proposal um, and I sent it along with a chapter of the book over to Shambhala, um, my awesome editor, Beth Frankel, and they decided to offer me a contract on that book. And so then um, 
yeah, I spent good chunk of the pandemic in my laundry room, which is kind of down some stairs, like I always call it the basement, um, on kind of like a cold floor sitting on some cushions with uh, my laptop up on a space heater, blaring a hot air at me. Um, and then usually writing, you know, like five in the morning, um, very tired. Um And just trying to be quiet and hide from my very young child who, you know, was usually sleeping but often would wake up looking for me. Um, So most of it was written down there. When I think about writing the book, I think a lot about being down there in in my cave down there. There's a bed down there too. Sometimes I would move to the bed and write right from the bed. Um, And... It was uh, it was a process. <laughs> you know, I think anyone who's written a book will tell you that it is a process. Um, some there, sometimes I just had to write and write and write um, and get stuff out. There's whole chapters that didn't make it into the book. Um, sometimes it was excruciating to um, just expound on one thing that I just wanted to write in one sentence, but I knew it needed more. Um, There were times I felt really lost and confused, um, but I pretty much did what they tell you to do, which is just keep on writing, just writing, you know, whether you want to or not, every day writing. And I remember, you know, I gave myself, I think it was a year to write the book, Um, I had the deadline, and I remember my husband saying, you know, you have time, you have time. Why are you putting so much pressure? And I'm like, I know how time goes. And it it definitely did. When it got down to just a few weeks before the book was due, um, you know, I felt behind and um, anxious and a lot of feelings. That's the time that I was out in the woods and the Berkshires camping and, um you know, I did get the book in on its deadline, but we decided to extend it anyway um, so that I could do some more with it, um, work with another editor, and just take some pressure off. And also um, because my editor, Chamala, recommended uh, releasing it uh, at this time. You know, she's looking at what books are coming out each season and just how to shed the book in the best light at the right time. So I hope you feel like it's going to be the right time this May. I do. My birthday's in May. And so I generally love that month and hope to be leading tons of workshops um, around trauma-sensitive yoga, yoga service. Um, And we also talk about identity um, and yoga and blind spots and... So I just got back from a training, uh, training a bunch of yoga teachers and some practitioners um, in Kentucky, uh, where we discuss these topics, um, the role of yoga teachers and the self-work um, that we need to do on our own trauma, our own blind spots, our own patterns before, you know, trying to go out and um, become missionaries with this yoga thing. And, you know, thinking about... Um, the other things that folks might need first um, are thinking about the oppressive institutions um, that maybe um, could use some yoga, could benefit from some yoga, the folks 
um, with kind of narrow vision, right? Because yoga helps us get more expansive in our thinking. Um, it calms our nervous system and actually allows us, affords us more choices. When the nervous system is calm, it's expansive. Um, our um, prefrontal uh, cortex actually comes online so we can reason, we can think, um, we get ideas. And when we're stressed, we get tunnel vision, right? Literally and <laughs> figuratively, we get narrow-minded, we get binary. Um, so, uh, yeah. So when you look at anyone in that kind of binary, um, reactive state, um, you know, yoga can be very helpful, uh, so this is a lot of stuff that we work on and talk about in training um, and mirroring back, like looking back at ourselves um, and the systems we're a part of and creating um, and how yoga could be helpful for changing our thought uh, patterns, limitations. And uh, and there's a lot more that we do with that training. So if you're interested in learning about trauma-sensitive yoga, in bringing a uh, trauma-sensitive yoga teacher training to your yoga studio, please reach out. You can always uh, reach out to me at lara at um, or, you know, DM me at uh, Lara Land Yoga. And, you know, I'm really responsive and we can talk about a program that's right for you. Um, and and I'm hoping to do a lot of those, especially um, in spring and summer and fall of uh, 2023. And then come and sign some books. Um, and I would just say that the trainings and the book break down every element of trauma-sensitive yoga from room setup um, lighting, just all the factors to take into play to make a safer experience and um, deeper into what creates safety, both inner experience of safety and outer experience of safety um, and uh, how to create that for your students in any atmosphere, whether it's a, you know, a for-profit yoga studio or whether you're giving some yoga in a food bank. Um, just a lot of little things that we can do with setup, with our bodies, with our language, um, with our cueing, our yoga cueing to make the yoga more trauma-sensitive and, um, and even just how you define yoga. This is a big part of what we look at in the training and in the book. It's like how your definition of yoga and what you see in your mind when you hear that word, which I know you got a flash image, right? Like that's put there, you know, that that is put there and it's more than worth it to sit down and journal about and think about that image of yoga that might come to your mind and what you really believe and want to believe about what is yoga, what is yoga, and why are we involved in this practice? Because whatever you believe, you know, um, you can't fake vibe, right? Um, I think, 
you know, people know, they feel if you're trying to correct them and why. So why are you? <laughs> Get clear on what's your definition of yoga. And I offer up um, some older historically based definitions of yoga and then also my own definition of yoga um, in the book. And as a kind of idea, you don't have to use my definition, but I suggest that you really define your terms. And, you know, if you're listening and they're like yoga, you're not a yoga teacher, but whatever it is that you're doing or whatever your mission is, um, you know, get clear about your terms because language is important. And what someone will ask you down the line, like, what do, what do you mean when you say trauma? What do you mean when you say yoga? What do you mean when you say somatics? Whatever, whatever you're working on. Um, it's clear, it's important to get clear about it. And then everything really derives from there. Um, the way that you behave derives from how you feel about these things and what you think the purpose of them is. Um, so we look at that a lot and um, that's going to shape everything in the yoga room, actually. Um, I share a little bit about my personal story in the book. Not too much, but a little bit. Maybe more in the next book. Hint, hint. Um, and I share a lot of great quotes. You know, that was also something where I kind of wrote the book first with all my knowledge and all the things I've been teaching and all the um, the lessons that I've learned from working with so many different bodies um, over the years, 20 plus years, getting older. Um, and then I kind of went back and uh, looked at, you know, who are my influences? Who am I reading? Um, and started weaving them in um, and just sharing where, you know, a lot of us in this field and this space are in alignment. So, um, you know, I'm just excited to also thank, acknowledge, and include words from like Hala Corey, who was the first person on this podcast. Um, from um, Susanna Bakataki, from lots of quotes in there from different sources, some more in the yoga space, some more in the service space, some more in the um, um, in kind of Buddhist philosophy spaces, um, lots of, of good voices in there. And then, you know, four, four or five really um, stories in there from my students, um, graduates of the three and a half acres trauma sensitive yoga teacher training who have gone on to be teachers and teaching trauma sensitive yoga. And their stories are just magnificent. Their own transformations through their practice and how they're sharing that with others. And so you'll get different ideas from Tim, who introduced yoga to his mom through really needing needing to get her through COVID in the hospital. So breathing, talking her through breathing so that she could literally make it from her bed to the restroom um, and how that experience brought them closer and open up her mind to yoga, which is something she, she may not have accepted in her world before. Um, you'll hear from um, Samantha, who was on the podcast, um, earlier who had that horrible motorcycle accident um, and lost her leg uh, beneath the knee and how she the practice has stuck with her and helped her through that as well as earlier trauma. Um, oh, I quote Marcy, who was on the podcast last season, 
Um, we have in the book um, the the story of one of our teachers who's in her 70s and doing the yoga practice with her sisters who are older and in, in assisted living. Um, so just a lot of wonderful stories. Nikki, oh my gosh, I cannot forget Nikki. Um, she's in there. She is um, living with MS and surviving and thriving. And she uses a lot of different techniques in her teaching. So um, we include a lot of her inspiration in there. So there are sequences, there are stories, um, and it's it's just um, a wealth of information from a lot of different angles. Um, and there's a bonus in there uh, to a bonus sequence for people who pre-order the book. So um, with restorative uh, trauma sensitive um, sequence with Pratiba, um, whose story is also in the book. So there's, there's a lot in there, I think, I hope, something for everyone. The science of trauma, the, the kind of science around yoga um, and trauma, why yoga works, how it can help, um, be resilient, what is that really, um, how do we look at it in a communal sense, The the what are resources, um, how does that influence healing from a trauma and um, different kinds of traumatic events, how they impact us differently and how having resources um, can impact whether we can heal from those traumas and, and starting to really see that not everyone is in the same circumstance um, and that that makes a difference. What you can look for in the yoga room um, to see, you know, maybe there's trauma in the yoga room that you weren't aware of. So how you can, you know, sense into if you have a survivor there in the space with you and be sensitive to them. Just a ton of information, how to become a really excellent yoga teacher, which means to me a trauma-sensitive yoga teacher, how to really excel at that, how to refer out when things are not in your scope. Um, so that's a little bit, that was more than I thought I was going to say, but just share what's, you know, what's in the book. Why not? Um, and anyway, please go check out the cover. I really hope you like it. Um, hint, it features my favorite colors <laughs> and you can go see that now on my Instagram at Lara Leanne Yoga. Make sure to follow me if you aren't following. Um, and then make sure you send me a comment, what you think about the cover, and um and tag a friend and i'm gonna get someone a copy of that book i mean why not i'm the author right <laughs> okay all right i'll see you over on my instagram thanks everyone appreciate your love and support